Cheers. So obnoxious. Jabri Nation, we're live not only on Spotify, all that stuff, but we're actually live on Facebook right now doing an episode of right. uh, day number 7,698. Um, as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. Are you drinking, drinking? Oh, it's my cards. You drinking on the jump? You drinking, drinking? Oh, you're different, different. Like it's my card, man. Like I'm a rookie, man. I get drunk over this after like one and a half. I go, oh man, I be slumped. That's a lie because when you got trash at your brother's party, you had you did not have a mic hard that night. He got trash at the at the brunch. Both <laughs> brunches. Both of them. Both keep falling asleep. We was like, we didn't know what happened. Like. I remember Sir Wilkins was like, yo, my brother. I was like, what's wrong with your brother? Like, is he okay? He sleeps, sleeps. He's sleeping. <laughs> anyway, um, as always, uh, we are here to give you guys the tea of the week and also some, you know, updates. We always like to, I like to always check on my bros below, make sure they're good. So, guys, what are you watching new this week? Um, so far, I've never even been watching new. I've been watching a lot of like um, history stuff on WWE, like looking up to like people to see like what happened to this person, what happened to that person. I've been catching up on a lot of like, I've been, basically I've been freshening up on my history on WWE, freshening up my history on basketball, just, just, just freshening up my history in general. You know, I've been reading a lot of books. Um, I'm almost done with the 50 Cent book. Um, I'm about to copy, I'm about to finish the Hum the Poet book pretty soon. Um, I'm gonna finish up on the Charlotte second book, and about to finish Rick Ross book, and that's it. A lot of self improvement. That's it. Okay, self improvement this week. So, Wilkins, what's new with you this week? What have you been watching on TV? I started watching Ozark. Um, oh, okay. So the first season I thought was good. The second season lost me. So I don't know. I'm only up to like whatever, like episode like four or five. I think I am. Um, I've, been watching it, I've been watching it um the past like like week. Um shout outs to uh my boy Lil Dicky getting renewed for second season of Dave. The highest co- comedy show on FX is his show. The highest rating in history, the history of the channel, the network. His show. So shout outs to him. Mm-hmm. Um this week, okay, so this week I started watching Never Have I Ever. It's a show on um, Netflix. It's about an Indian-American girl um, who loses her dad. She's a sophomore in high school, so it's it's all about, like, adjusting to her new life. Nisi um, Nash is her therapist. It mm-hmm. is hilarious. Um, what else have I watched? Julian Bell. Oh, oh, you can see. I can see. Uh, what else have I been watching? Um... So I watched that. Of course, I watched this week's episode of Insecure. And just so that everyone know. Let's talk about it. Everyone talk about know, it. I will never treat Sir Wilkins like Molly does Issa. I would never. Just want to put that on record. I said it on Facebook. I say it in person. Because that Not shit is grimy. That shit is grimy. What did okay. you think? What did you think? 
explain to me on your end why you think it was grimy. Because it, I'm all about. I understand sometimes with the emotions, you sometimes it's, it's not always the right time. Mm-hmm. But as a as a person, as your best friend, you will want to see the person win. Like it should never be about whatever beef you had with another with the other individual because it's not about that. Like it's about mm-hmm. the bigger picture. And mm-hmm. I felt like even though Issa had went to Nathan to help her, she asked Molly first. <laughs> and Molly said she didn't ask him. So, like, she wasn't there or supportive of her friend in the time that she needed her. And then just when they called each other all out on their bullshit, they been shit did that. They waited way too long yeah. to yeah. say all that shit. And so I was just like, like yeah. oh, I was like, oh. I was kind of upset was- that Lawrence broke up with that girl, but I kind of see why he broke up with her because Lawrence won a relationship. What I'm realizing by Lawrence, like, Lawrence went through this whole thing. Give and take, it probably was, like... Lawrence <laughs> want Issa back, low-key, so... I mean, Issa looking kind of young, like... If, if <laughs> he can <laughs> learn how to... And I think that's just every day, like, when you go through shit with somebody. Like, if you could learn to rebuild that trust with somebody, then you can maybe make it work. But I, I that's mean, gonna be the only thing that, that holds Lawrence back is he doesn't trust Issa. I mean, personally... What if she did was wrong, hands down. But I get understand why, because when you've been carrying load for so long for somebody, is sometimes you feel like, dang, you had a cheating once. And honestly, would I take her back? Nah, nigga, because you came home with your dick breath and tried to kiss me with your dick breath. Hell no. Sucking uh-huh. dick. Sucking mother effing dick and try to kiss me up on me. You hold. You hold it up, Lee East. Hold it up right there. Try uh-huh. to kiss me with your dick breath. Oh Lord, we went from friendship to dick breath. Um, Sir Wilkins, what did you think this week's episode of Insecure? Lord, um, so nobody. Okay, I don't think Molly was a hundred percent wrong. She's still trash for what she did, but she wasn't a hundred percent wrong. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing is that. She set up a boundary with Issa. Like, yo, hey, I just don't want to mix the two right now. Granted, that's your best friend, and you do want her to succeed, but she was, she told her, like, yo, chill. Don't hit him up about the situation. Is Molly fucked up for that? Yes. But she's entitled to set up her own boundaries for the situation. Now, Issa going behind Molly's back and then hitting up the friend, blah, 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 that's a little, you're, going, you're stepping over boundaries. I agree. I agree. You way stepping over boundaries. Shout out to where, where, where Molly really fucked up was she's about to fight her at her own event. It yes. 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 I'll be telling y'all, those skinny dark skin girls have no limits. No, no like whatsoever. she can't recover from some shit like that. Like ever. Like her first block party, and then you know, niggas is gonna act like it was a gun and now like how do you, you PR cannot please? Right. Exactly. So right. Molly, Molly said I went up to her like, yo, hey, I know what you did, this and that, and, then, and, and like, talk about it later. Granted, Issa stepped over a boundary, which she shouldn't have. It turned out well, you know, she, she got what she needed out of it. But at but, the end of the day, last season, Molly ass stepped over that boundary when she told old Nathan, don't leave them flowers here. Like, he, like she interrupted all that. She over that boundary talking to Nathan like that, which she shouldn't have. Exactly. So they're, they're, 
but there's still a boundary. And it, but it, but that conversation should mm-hmm. have ha- had happened there. It shouldn't have been a point where they're about to scrap Yo. at Molly's like event. You should have waited. You should have had a. You should have been more of an adult about it. She was trash for that. She was trash. Super trash. But so glad. I mean, once again, next week, another mm-hmm. episode. Will they be friends? Will they not? Stay tuned. Probably. Um, before we do jump into the episode, um, I do want to, on behalf of the Java Tears podcast, thank um, Mance Warner and, of course, the man of the hour, Leo Rush, for last week's Leo Rush. episodes. Uh, we had two amazing interviews that, you know, we were blessed to have and be able to do, even during quarantine. And they Simon, took Simon time Miller. Out. Simon Miller as well. Because, um, you know, once again, we're all in this together. So I really, you know, on behalf of us as a team, um, want to thank them for taking the time out and um, talking to us and just being real and being honest. And I mean, if you haven't read Leo Rush's tweets the last few hours, my son put the sauce, my son put the hot sauce, spicy, and I feel like a part of me feel like it's our fault. No, 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 we're not the only podcast asking about it, but I noticed that, like, because I actually pay attention, is we're the only one who actually cut out individual clips. Personally, I don't want to put that out because it made another black man look bad. It's how we watched well, it. Well, no, it's all about, it's not about letting the other black man look bad. It's about accountability. At the but end of the day, whether right, it's right, 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 black, but, white, whatever it is, as, as people that's in the same industry, as people you look up to, you want to be held accountable no matter the age or anything. And that's really just anything in general in life. Like, accountability is everything. So, I don't feel bad that you clicked that. I was actually happy. So, that's no, 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 no. What I mean that I was going to put out earlier, but it was not the proper time because I'm obviously shot to a young black man who died for jogging. It wasn't a proper time but Amy, like, I wanted more unity. So that's why I put out the clip on Instagram where he talks about it's tough being a black athlete because mm-hmm. it's go with the theme of it's tough being black. Let's be serious. We've been playing on insane mode since the day we was born. But I will never trade it for the world, B. Like, being black is dangerous, and I love it. I love the danger of it. I love when people are like, here. ooh, I love the hard mode, B. I love the hard mode. We play on hard every single day in this life as a black man. And a black female, B. But I won't trade for the world, B. Love this. I don't think no one would. Um, But um, once again, if you haven't seen those episodes, you can look on our YouTube, Spotify, or platforms for those previous interviews we just did. Um, And also to Leo, if you know, if you want to hash it out with Mark Henry, Mark Henry, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. You need a perfect person, Janelle. Janelle from the HR. I, I can help the brothers come together. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, Look, I'm lit right now. I'm lit. We live. We talking wrestling. All my black people's in one setting. Shout out to the <laughs> light skin king. You know, out here. Shout out to my son, Quincy Brown. Oh, what, um, well, you guys are, can see the comments and stuff. What are some people saying before we do jump into? Our um, you can see it too. You can see it too. Like, like, are you on your iPad? No, I'm on my phone, so I can't see it. Oh, Joe, just. Just on your iPad, it will come up. Just go on the group, you'll see it. Yeah, but everyone saying, saying hi. You know, um, people talking about my boy um, Doobie said that is Remy. He watching wrestling when no crowd is different. Everybody was laughing at me. Julian Bell said, "What up?" Um, um, 
Antoine, some guy, yeah, this nigga's drunk. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. My son, Quintus Brown. Shout out to Quintus. Shout out oh, to Jonathan. I had to have a back and forth argument on earlier today. Shout out to um, Jonathan Holloway. That's like a real, like, you know, action hero name. John. John Holloway. Shout out to the queen, Miss Bellick. Miss Bollock. Shout out to Dre, you know. Shout out to guy that who runs the IG because niggas over here can't be doing it. Shout out to Dre, you know. <laughs> you ready? So, what are you about to say? What are you doing, ready? We've been caught for a good like 15 minutes, nigga. Like, go ahead. No, no, are you ready to start the show? Yes. Nigga, we've been starting the show with the theme song, dog. Look, this one, you litty, don't mind him. Um, This week's Dark Side of the Ring episode Ooh, was. Honestly, Let's talk about that. Roll Warrior, like Roll Warriors for me is one of my top five tag teams of all time. So I was very invested and intrigued to, to knowing the background story, um, you know, the life and times of, to me, one of the best tag teams um, ever to do it. Um, so I'll start off with Sir Wilkins. What were your thoughts on this week's episode of Dark Side of the Ring? It was a little too short. I felt they could have gone a little more in depth on, on um, Hawk, animal. Well, the one, that, the one that's the one that's not here is Hawk. The one that is alive is animal. I wanted, I wanted more, more them to talk about animal side of stuff. I think they focused more on Hawk. Um, it, it, it was really good. It was really good. Most of the stuff I, re- I already knew, because even though Road Warriors is Road Warriors, I, I know them at Legion of Doom, growing up. So. It, 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 those are one of my favorite tag teams. They're, they're very iconic to me because they're, they're like WWF, like the epitome of WWF. Yes. Yeah, they are. Um, Legion of Doom. I forgot about when when um fucking Draws, whatever his name was, what was Oh, was that part of LOD 2000? How did you get that? And, and that shit was so trash. Super trash. I remember when they came back, I was like, yo, it, the feel, it wasn't the same feel at all. It wasn't the same feel. And I, I actually remember um, them doing that, the drunk storyline. Oh, uh, the that. drunk gimmick that was that was art imitating life, and it was just like, yeah. why did you do that? Like, funny thing, WCW did the same thing with um, Scott Hall. Scott Hall, yeah. And once again, why would you do that? Like, it, it, it doesn't it change the why. It was bad. It was bad too, but it, it it was really good. It's crazy because he gives his life. So like God, he, he like cleans himself up and he dies. Yeah. And, and, and it's crazy how he was living a fucked up life, almost died multiple times and nothing happens. And he finally like decides to like clean himself up and boom, he like he and then he died in the, in the very like most regular way ever. No way. Like he just walked upstairs and and fell asleep and went to sleep and died. Like it wasn't like on some some overdose. It wasn't like fucking ten ten chicks in a in an orgy while sniffing coke off their butt butthole. It Here was just go. him just upstairs falling asleep after he just moved some boxes around. Yeah. So, but but it was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like once again. I wish they kind of went in depth on both of them, but you know, the wild the wild boy got more of the attention. Absolutely. Mr. Black, your thoughts on this week's episode of Dark Side of the Ring? The one thing that I found hilarious, my son went to Japan, 
He got like another man. He called him Power Warrior. I was like, like, what? Like he really went to Japan, found a whole new game with another guy, and at least he had a decency to switch up his costume, like a more of a samurai. But it was just like it was mad disrespectful, you know. And I kind of understand why, like, I kind of understand why he was kind of like fed up with him after a while. Like, yo, bro, you you disrespect me. Like, I have a family, bro, and like you cost me money. And the fact that I have to work these days by myself because you don't want to do it no more. Like we was headed, like we was so up car, up, up the car, we went down because of you. And um, it's was, it was like overall, it's like just learning that. Like he really went to Japan and did that. I was just like, wow, like niggas really just grimy. But like the show got to go on. I mean, I wonder what happened to Power Man. Like I mean, Power. Like what's an Ultimate Warrior Power? What's his name? Uh, Royal Warrior Power. Who are you talking about? The Japanese guy that um, Hulk replaced him. Oh, I don't remember the name. But it was something power. And, like, I wonder what happened to him. But, like, overall, that, that was, to me, that was hilarious. And um, it just shows you that um, the one thing I really, really realized that it made me, like, the one thing I really stand out is WWE had no original characters. Like, no, no people they brought up they owned during that time. Because I was watching it. I was just like, dang. They had Legion of Doom, but yet they wasn't homegrown talent. And it just shows you that how to, everybody wanted to make a big deal by AEW. Now that, oh, how that, um, everybody barks. Everybody, oh, AEW talent. But nobody wanted to discuss the fact that throughout the 80s and the 90s, WWE had talent from everyone else, and it made them stars on television. And yeah, I well, just, that's because Vince put, that's because Vince put his big dick on the table and was like, he was trying to take out the territory. So that, that okay. really is what fine, that is. Fine, 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 fine. But my thing is this way. It still continues on to this day. Like, Hogan, not original talent. Macho Man, not original talent. Ultimate Warrior was not original talent. The list goes on. Now, let's forward to the 90s. We had Mark Henry, The Rock. But who was made many of pay-per-views? Triple H, Undertaker, Stone Cold. There was not original talent. So it just shows you that people forget that dang WWE literally built their, built their history on other talents, but um no no that's not necessarily true that's not necessarily true. Before you say that it's so it's in a territory era. Besides the territory era, like post territory era, the new generation was 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 all new talent. Everybody cool. every Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels were no, all new talent. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Bret Hart yes, came was. from Bret Hart. He came from his dad. Bret Hart came from his dad. Shawn Michaels came from a tag team. Wait, 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 wait! Before before we say something, most talent that WWE had was from smaller promotions. The difference, the difference between AEW, what AEW is doing is I don't care. But let's be honest, it's coming from it's old WWE talent, which is which is a, a, a nation a nationwide world global talent. They're on the same level. Because most of the talent, if you want to think about it, nobody has original talent. Everybody from somewhere else. If you want to be real technical about it. Well, I mean, when you think about it, though, like, then what do we consider, like, those that came through the, through the PC and came through NXT? But that's, that's far in between. That's somebody like Charlotte. That's somebody like um, Braun. Like this, this is not that many people that, that go up that go up in there. It's let's not. be real. Let's be real. Everybody's from different. Everybody's from smaller promotions. Right, that's but that's because been. the company doesn't. I feel like most companies don't focus on 
like how WWE does, like having the performance center, like having that, like back in the day when, when WCW did the power plant, it was bringing up people through there. And then and we, and WWE, the WWE, the WWE did OVW, which had the, which had one of the greatest talent classes of all time. I understand that, but the only like, right, let's go back. They top star Hogan, not original talent. Stone Cold, not original talent. Now let's bring them to the now to the more you know roots no, of aggression. No, Let me finish. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, it was original talent because Can I he finish? had the same he had the same gimmick Can as I WCW. Finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Like again. Now, you're right, but it's just like similar to John Moxley. He had a totally different character in WWE that he went over to AEW and became John Moxley. So, if you really think about it, John Moxley's technically original character. If you really think about it. If you but he was John Moxley before he it became Dean Ambrose. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what's my brother's logic. He said had a, he was, no, because he had different gaming WCW. No, it's the same thing. You brought someone from WCW slash ECW and you made them a star. Not original talent. Rufus Aggression had one of the ultimate classes. John Cena is the only original top star in WWE that drove that much money. Only one. If you really think about it. Now. What about The Rock? What about The Rock? What are you talking about? The Rock is original talent. Nigga K. Nigga K. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Draw more money. Why are you yelling for it? about that you now we just have a discussion about that so you just yelling in my ear literally literally yelling in my ear let's have this real discussion about that literally stone cold made more money than the rock i'm talking about wd wise i'm not talking about his popularity outside of that yes you're right other than the rock who else who else was the rock and kirk Angle? who else who else was rich and talented during that time who else that highlighted I wasn't finished. I was not finished. I was not finished. You just asked me a question. I answered the question. I answered the question. Brock Lesnar was original talent. Shelton Benjamin was original talent. Batista was original talent. If you was listening, I said they brought up original talent in a ruthless aggression era. You didn't hear that. Of course you didn't hear that. But I'm talking about the top sellers in WWE. Top sellers. And that's a top seller. Everybody I just mentioned, Brock Lesnar's a top seller. Let me finish. Is a top seller. You just said top seller. Be more, if you're going to say somebody that, that's overdidden, then do that. Then do that. Because you're not making no sense. You're not making no sense at all. Yo, you let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. That actually let's wasn't topic. even the topic. So that's why let's it's Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Yo, no, you're yelling for no reason. You're yelling for no reason. We're having a conversation. You only want yelling right now. 
You're only hey, yelling in my ear. I'm not yelling. Not, Janelle's not yelling. Is. You're yelling about wrestling. Hello. Like, this is why I hate conversations like this with you. You're yelling for no reason. And then you have Edge. You have the Hardys. All original talent. Change the subject. You're not listening. All you do is yelling. Relax. Come down here. Let's have a discussion. No, you're not. You're yelling. We're right. Yo, coffee is over. You're right. I'm dumb. You're right. Next topic. Thank you. Next topic. That wasn't even the topic. And guess what? I'm gonna say what I wanted to say about dark side. Nah, 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 nah. We changed the subject completely because honestly, nah, 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 that's not fair. That's not even the subject. Nah, nah, I'm not talking about what y'all was talking about. So what are you talking about? Over here yelling, like yelling and screaming in my ear. Like, why are you yelling for? We can have the discussion. Why are you yelling for? Literally. Oh, my ear! My turn ear! Turn down your value, bro. Turn down your value. Turn down your value. Turn down your value. Let me know what you're saying. But, but, but you know, Janelle, go ahead. Say so what you want to say. This nigga's gonna get drunk. Nigga's getting drunk over hard, hard, hard lemonade. And you want to see what he gets sent to about this. But go ahead. What you got to say? Y'all made me want to drink. But anyway, as I was gonna say, about talking. She's talking. She's talking. Stop. Stop. Stop, stop. Stop. Just I'm going to act out on a Thursday. Anyway, so this week's Dark Side of the Ring episode, once again, Road Warriors is one of my favorite tag teams of all times. And the the one thing that stuck out to me the most was Paul Ellering and all of his, like, stories and things like that. But when Paul Ellering had talked about when Hawk died, he found out. And what he ended up doing was he ended up, spray painting the van the same van that he took him to the airport in and drove it to his funeral i thought it was something very sentimental and very different because you don't really those are the stories you don't hear those are the other moments mm-hmm. you don't realize that you know are impactful to those individuals that was in it and then also too they dug up fucking scott norton's ass and i was like where the fuck was he Who is um, scott norton? And then, you don't remember scott orton from and that was in the nwo Oh, Lord. Look that up. But it, it's funny because they were all they all knew each other from living in Minnesota. So, like, Minnesota, like, with, like, Kurt Henning and all of them, like, Minnesota is, like, I feel like low-key a breeding ground, too, for wrestling that no one really talks about. No, no, nowhere. Like, what else are you going to do? It's just, like, it's just like the South breeding ground for football. Oh, that's true. But still, like, it's not the place I would think, like, a, like a lot of wrestlers would be from. So I thought that part was cool too. But next week's episode is the season finale, and it is gonna be that one gonna be good. a doozy. And I really, good. I'm actually more upset that it's still an hour. I feel like because Benoit was two, I think Owen should have been two. But next week's episode is the season finale, and it will be talking about Owen Hart. Um, you're here from his wife, his kids, um, and many other people that was you know in his life and going all the way down to the actual day that it, like, he died. So I'm really excited, yet I'm not, feel like I'm 100% ready to hear, you know, his wife actually talk, I feel like, for the very first time. So I'm excited, yet I'm like, oh, I don't know. I want to see, I want to see, like, what I know is about the Hart family is they're very blunt people, like, from Natalia. Everybody who's associated with them, they're, like, very blunt. So I know that Red Hart's going to speak his truth. I know that probably his wife, probably well, whoever is alive, who's there is going to speak their truth. So, but it's just like, um, 
Do I think that it could be two hours? Um, WWE had a documentary on that, uh, on that, and you really think of, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, because, like... Well, um, to me, the two hours, I would have rather, you know, learn about, you know, a little bit more of the, of the heart, like, dynasty, like, just... You know, from Stu and 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 in Stampede Wrestling and and all that stuff and running that promotion, and you know, to going and teaching his boys and then you know Chris Benoit being the last person through going through the dungeon and you know just all of that stuff. Like if it would have been, I thought it was like, Tyson Kidd. Oh, well, technically it's not. Well, neither here or there. Why? But, wait, 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 wait. Why is the Tyson Kidd tickling one? Well, because I do believe that um, by that time, the um, the actual, like, heart, like, dungeon was, like, sold. So it wasn't, like, because it actually is a... Um, Museum. Yeah. So, like, Montana had went, well, he, like, took a picture in front of the house when he went up and wrestled in Canada, uh, which I thought was cool. But um, I just would have rather hear about, like, the actual, like, family. But he, they do talk about that, though. But which is why I think it should have been two hours. Like I just think those. It's those not two hours. It's not two hours. I don't think no. I don't think so. You sure? I mean, I they, mean, because they because they, they spoke about when I watched the one the, the part that I watched was long, and they speak about all the whole family about how how special Owen was. So you're you're, you're going to get all of that. They do it really well. Okay. And, and, well, yeah. And it's it's heavy on his wife. Yes. Which I'm, which I'm really excited about. But a question to you guys before we talk about money in the bank. Um, with season two of Dark Side of the Ring ending, and they're probably going to do another, you know, another season because you just can't get enough of these things. Who's one? What's one thing you would like to see in depth about um, that would be an episode for the Dark Side of the Ring if they were to do another season? Um, Scott Hall killing that person. Facts. Um, you have that. We can also there's the airplane that everybody talks about. That airplane ride. Oh, that Rick was the only yeah. We can talk um, about that, that, that's, that's that episode. They used to talk about um, um, they used to talk about Impact, the TNA. Don't they used to focus on Jeff Jarrett, like how that his family. Ooh, well, I could definitely do a Jeff. The Jarrett family, you know, especially let's focus on Jeff Jarrett and how he became like his family in general, how. He founded TNA, how he partnered with NWA, then he separated the partner, and then after that, after like he got booted out of TNA, he formed um, GSW, and how he came back to Impact. I, I want to hear about that. It may be a little bit too new, a lot of people's um, brains, but if anything, I'd love to hear how he got to, like, what happened after he got fired from WWE, like, after he got publicly fired on Nitro, saying that Jeff not come to my company. I want to know that story, that in between that era, like how you got the challenge, stuff like that, you know, like, because nobody covers that. Like what I'm realizing that nobody covers that weird area in between. Like TNA, what I'm realizing that is like, nobody talks about it for some reason. Why. Like there's a few British podcasters from like um, over there talks about it, but as far as American people, it seems like TNA don't exist. Okay. Um, mine's with Oddly, and I never was a really big fan. I'm sorry, not sorry. But I would like them to talk about Ultimate Warrior. Um, how many times are you going to talk about that man? How many times are you going to talk about half the people that they've done? <laughs> like, I mean, Ultimate Warrior, what is there left to say that W hasn't covered in their... I mean, like in their it's like, it's like you need a dead horse. I feel like with Dark Side, it's just a, it's a different type of realm. 
You know, it's not a WWE special. It's it's something from Vice. It's something totally different. And I think knowing the fallout. Um, oh, or speaking of fallouts, actually they should do one on um, the fucking steroids scandal that Vince was in with with Terry and all of them. They should, that one. they should do that one. They should do that one. I would like to see. You know but what? I, they, should, they should also do this one. I don't know that. I, I don't think no one knows about this. Is um, what happened to like um, Eric Bischoff? Like the the last phase of WCW. Like the last days, the months. Why was so much title changes? Who came with the idea with um with um 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 let's say Jim Crockett um whatever the actual name. You no, no, no. Vince I'm talking Russo. about the end of like the like the last year of WCW, you know. That's Vince Russo year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like Loki, it also was um, Eric Bischoff too. But that's one of the stuff. I, I want to have to cover that last year of WCW. I want to hear wrestlers like how you know that. Like I understand that WWE told that story, but I feel there's a lot more. Like what made you choose Booker T? You know, um, how tough was it to get talent to come on board? How tough was it working for Hogan and his difficult contract? I want to hear about that. I want to hear. How much money that each person made off of each other? I want to hear all of that, like the, grit, the the grittiness of it, and I want to hear from unlikely people. I want to hear people that who's like Hurricane Hell, like how you felt where your division was low key carrying it, like you know what I'm saying. I want to hear people like that tell it from their point of view because you always hear from the Kevin Nash. I I, I low key I, I low key think Kevin Nash is a liar in my eyes. I don't never believe anything he says, anything, anything he says because one interview he would say this. Next time you would say that, I'm looking like, all right, nigga, you're just telling a story. So I want to hear from other people who never heard from I imagine you got trust issues with Kevin Ash. Take that up with yes, him. Yes, because he be lying. Um, anyway, moving right along. Um, Money in the Bank was this past Sunday on the WWE Network. So if you have not seen it, we do have two new, well, really not after we're on one. But guys, um, let's do one-on-one down for um, Money in the Bank this past weekend. I'll start off with Mr. Black. Money in the Bank match was up. It was cool. Other than that, it was just a cool pay-per-view. Like, I'll be honest with you, I low-key low is, like, kind of bored watching WWE a little bit because it would be the same people over and over again. Don't get me wrong, that Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins was a good match, but I've seen that already a thousand and one times. It so was a little was, different this time. Because he's champion? And, and no. Like, one just, year, one it just felt like just the, their chemistry in the ring, I felt like was a smidge different, and it made it made the difference. It was cool. Again, it wasn't a bad match. It was very enjoyable. But again, I've seen that already. Too recently. I understand it was like a couple years back. Yeah, I would enjoy that. All right, cool. But it's, it's still... We're not going to talk about matches we not seen a couple years ago. We're not going to do that. It was literally last year. Literally. They, they literally stopped fighting not too long ago. Literally. They fought the last time <laughs> when the Shield reunion. That's not too far ago. That's literally not too far. That's still fresh in our brain. Like I totally forgot about it. You forgot about it. Stop putting everyone else in your category. You well, then you stop telling it. everybody that the matches did. We seen it a year ago. It's like it's, 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 no, no, no. I said that. How that? I said in my opinion, but you said everyone else. I didn't include no one else. I threw Mr. Black's opinion. I'm saying this like it was a match overall. It was just like. Now I see what other people have been saying. Like, it's kind of repetitive. Like, with no audience. No, no, no. I get it. 
the audience, I'm past that, but it's just <sighs> the same guys over and over and over and over. I've literally just beaten my head seen the same people so much on my screen. There's now, no I get it, but then I realize it's, it's probably the safest thing to do. Because... No, 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 no. I know that. That I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking that away from it, but it's just it's repetitive now. And this is why a lot, this is why the, the um, Money in Bank match was so like different and why we don't enjoy it because it took away from the norm I've been watching all week. So, you know, you saw Vince, you saw Stephanie, you saw Bruce, Bruce Pritchard, you saw Paul Heyman, you saw niggas get thrown off the roof. It was, it was literally like Matt Hardy tried to bring to the forefront. Like everyone teased Matt Hardy when he brought that, you know, Broken University WWE. Everyone teased them. Oh my gosh, this was so whack. But literally, Matt Hardy did what he did, what he had to do. Like, he became a legend. The fact that he did this again, it shows that his imprint that's on the game. And so far, that's, that put him, that similarized him as a legend. Just for that. Okay. So, Wilkins, one up, one down for Money in the Bank. So, there's a few things my brother said um, I'm going to touch on, and also my, uh, my opinion on the Money in the Bank. First things first, Money in the Bank was pretty solid. It wasn't, like, the best thing in the world, but it was good. It was entertaining. It was short, nice and sweet. Uh, maybe forget about that trash-ass Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro match. My up was Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Probably one of the best matches in a very long time wrestling-wise. Very well done, very put together. And you mentioned that a lot of it's the same people over and over again, but there's a lot of new faces. A lot of new faces getting, getting TV time. As you can see by Zelina's whole, whole stable is new faces. And it's only been about two months, but but then it kind of shows the whole temperature when it comes to wrestling fans is that y'all get bored very easily. You have Street Profits doing some things. Viking Wars, uh, Viking Raiders have been introduced as well. They're doing it. They have a little storyline going with that. Not a huge fan of that. I know we're talking about Money in the Bank, but mm-hmm. you you have a bunch of you have a bunch of stars who, who, who are coming up. Dana Brooke is getting TV time. Um, um, Carmel is on is, is doing some stuff as well. New things are happening with, within the Federation. It may not be the best new things, but it's something going on. And and I, I'm totally down with Oscar winning. That was good. The way Otis won was a little was a little funky, but it got Twitter talking. I'm not a huge fan of Otis winning, but it is a what? fucking epic. It, it is a fucking epic 2020 story. You got the girl, and now you got the money in the bank's briefcase. It's really well done. It was fun. Fun, fun to watch, but you can't really say it's the same people over and over again when it's a bunch of new stars coming that, that has been coming up and, and getting a, a TV time and it's quality stars that need to be built up. So yeah, but money. I think the fact that's the same people I've been seeing for the past two months. It's two okay. months. It's two months. They want new people again another another month without no building up any storyline. You take them off TV. No, I understand that, but it's just like switch up the matchups, switch it up. Make then like, they, make they like, say that. They say make that like, thing. make like, but we are having a conversation where you point out something and I said, all right, I agree with you, but switch up, switch up the matches. Okay, so say, so say that one instead, when you say to switch up the matches, that could be something that could be said as well, because a couple of matches were repeated, but this is, this is, I said it before, I said it numerous times, this is the next guy up in this situation. We're getting an opportunity of seeing future stars get to work. Austin Theory, I'm not a huge fan of him right now. He's been he's been okay. I think he could always do better, but he's getting that that rub right now. 
the biggest rub of a lifetime. He's going back to NXT. You can see what he'll take from that from being on the Raw roster and bring it to NXT, which and he'll be a bigger fish in a smaller pond. But yeah, Money in the Bank was solid. It was solid. But that set and Drew McIntyre match, I will give you that. If that was in front of a, a, a crowd, it would have been a whole different type of energy. But what they did in an empty arena, yo, that was wrestling. That was textbook wrestling. Besides Seth good. not being 100% heel in the match, it was a good. It was good. And my down, right. my down was the waste all this one. Oh, come on. My dad was the um the the four-way tag the tag title match. Oh, that was so hard to watch. I don't know. Oh, it was just not not there. It was just all over the place for me. Um my up would have been um I hate saying Seth and Drew because that really was really, really good. Um but I'm sorry, Otis winning the way he won, it it it, it was hilarious. It was funny. Cause you thought the AJ had it and you was just like, but then it was like, AJ, why would you throw that shit down? Like that's what I didn't understand. I was like, why did you do that? Because he was gonna catch hand. it. I didn't see it that way. What I saw it was just like it slipped out of his hands. Like he caught it, it was like, oh shoot. Like he had butterfingers. Oh, like, yeah, he caught it and then he dropped it. But I was like Butterfingers. It happened. No, 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 no. That happened to me. That happened to me a couple of times, like, oh, I had something. Like, let's compare it to football. Like, I would have, like, let's say someone throw me the ball. Like, I would have it in my hand, but I just bumble it. Oh, shoot. That's it. Like, it happens. Oh, it happens. you can't be, oh, shooting the money in the bank briefcase. Listen. Um, listen, it happens. I'm excited and about, that's you know. <laughs> But money in the bank was solid. Um, I think we, outside of NXT in your house, which we will touch on, I'm super excited about that. Um, I do believe, um, I think the next pay-per-view they have is Backlash um, on the WWE Network. So let's talk about this week in wrestling. Um, So we're coming off the heels of Money in the Bank in WWE land. Um, Impact had a whole new signing. Shout out to our sis, Tasha Steeles, who just signed the Impact. We're super, super proud of you, sis. Uh, It was so good seeing her on TV. Um, so we had Impact this week. We had NWA had another episode come up on YouTube, so that was fun. Um, AEW Dark was like the blackest AEW Dark I've ever seen. AEW was trash. I mean, AEW Dark was trash. But we'll get there. We'll get there. It was um, trash. And so. then we had NXT, um, and then we had AEW, which I did watch. I did watch. I'm surprised. I watched like two hours ago, but I watched it. Um... So um, let's talk about, let's start off with several things. What um, are some of your highlights of this week in wrestling? Some of the highlights was, you got to give it up to Becky, getting pregnant, leaving the title. Like, it, it, was, a, it was a real moment for television. But the memes that came after with Seth Rollins was amazing. It got people <laughs> talking. You got a new t-shirt out of it. It was, it was cool. But one thing nobody is talking about, and it annoys the shit out of me, is that nobody is talking about AJ Styles and The Undertaker. Yeah, people are talking. People are talking. No, nobody's talking about how how they're they're still building a few for maybe another match. We don't know. But it was the things that were done. You see the frustration. Because everybody was like, oh, we're not going to explain how... AJ came from underground, nigga, nigga, it's wrestling. Let's move right. Like, you know how many times Taker got buried alive when he came back? 
But AJ did burn his casket. No, 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 no. Because I'm thinking got powers, and he's a dead man. He's already dead. You can't kill a dead man. Right. So AJ is the phenomenal one. So he's gonna get himself out of some shit. Come on. No, I think AJ is gonna be Undertaker, right? To become the immortal one. Oh my God, the immortal one, the phenomenal one, the immortal one, AJ Styles. That's the one who Undertaker should feud with forever, like. Because I don't age make him like a million bucks. And he's a younger version of like, like I like to call these dudes, I mean, Shawn Michaels. I like to call them the Mario players. The people that no matter who they put your ring with, they always could make magic anybody. And to me, AJ is the ultimate Mario player. Okay. AJ Styles saved Undertaker's career. Point blank. Let's just keep, let's keep, let's keep it a buck. That's what he did. When Kurt Angle tells you, "Hey, you want you, you want to go out with a bang? Go go get AJ." And, and even and AJ and, and Kurt Angle had some feuds in TNA. Like, and, and, and they're still using they're still using that. What happened? That was one. Of the, that is one of my biggest ups because they're continually, indirectly talking about Undertaker and AJ Styles. Okay. Um, AW Dope was whatever. It was a bunch of black people on there. It was good. I fuck with it. It was the blackest AW episode period I've ever seen. Because because people are talking. And you know what? One of their biggest flaws and one of their biggest plus is that they listen to fans. I will say that. Okay. So, 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 so you know what it is though? Like, I didn't mind dark, but I just feel like if you try to push these these talents, like at least make some competitive matches. Like, this is dark. This is your show that you try to put on a network eventually. At least to make these matches like Ooh, must see. Like, it wasn't must see TV. Like, every one of these matches was a squash match. It wasn't entertaining. It was just hard to watch. I was like, I don't want to watch this no more. I think it's also because a lot of these guys don't know how to wrestle for television. I've been seeing that for so long. Only a few know how to wrestle for television. I said that too. I definitely said that the same thing too. And and, and it's only the top guys, which is the ones that, that are former WWE guys, that know how to wrestle for television. They don't know. So when you see AEW Dark, even though it's a YouTube show, it's supposed to be a show. So some of the matches don't look the way they're supposed to look. And it's, there's a lot of squash matches. But the only thing I will say is that it gives light on the independent wrestlers. Yes. It does give them light. That, that's, the only, that's the plus side about it. But AEW was, was – I enjoy AEW. There's a couple of good things on there. But you guys can talk about what you guys enjoy. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Black. What's this weekend wrestling with some highlights for you? Um, my son Bobby Lashley become the walking Armageddon. Um, uh, um, reforming the beatdown thing. If they put if MVP and him link up, if that is going to be his mouthpiece, Bobby Lashley will be champion before the end of the year. And I think that, um, once again, like this is probably, um, this is actually probably putting forth some gears towards SummerSlam. Like, I think that he's, he's either get, gearing up for um, Drew McIntyre because at this point, Drew McIntyre is lacking heels to go against. And this is going to be a good thing. Like, I hope that after, like, let's say he win or lose, I just hope that he progress after this because too many times where you'll get somebody that they push them to go against somebody, and after that, the storyline goes flat. Like, are you serious? Like, he become, like, low car in the car. I understand that he may not win – the the um the um 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 the W championship oh it's the raw W championship at least give him an IC title after that like at least some kind of IC title like have that 
um, to be able to like just like progress, like something. But I don't want to just stay stagnant if he doesn't win. Okay. Well. So else? yeah, I don't want to even say stagnant if he doesn't win. I just hope that how to it like it goes somewhere with this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you know why you not? What's your video? Oh, sorry, I had to change because my phone was dying. <laughs> oh. So I Go ahead, I'm here. I'm present. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. That's now, it. That's but, but but you also gotta understand this was the blackest week in wrestling. This was the probably one yeah. of the blackest weeks in wrestling across Maybe. all boards. Impact. WWE, you, you mentioned Bobby last year and MVP. MVP is the uncle that Bobby never had. Seriously. They, they need MVP. And I think, whatever, first of all, I'll say this again. When MVP said he's never going back to WWE, but Vince writes amazing checks, I want to see that check. Bars. Because this dude is getting paid and he's performing. He's doing exactly what you need. It was a good... I like the fact you brought him up. MVP is just he's doing what Bobby what Bobby needs. S- sadly, it was kind of what Leo was doing. What well, Leo was, yeah. So so so, so they're re bringing MVP in, in, into that. They're giving Bobby swagger. That's exactly what Bobby doesn't have. Bobby I felt that have- I felt that with Leo Rush that um, in a perfect world, like it would have made him more popular with the younger crowd. Us older crowd, uh, it doesn't gear towards us. We're gearing towards like the younger crowd where like able to like, you know, younger crowd they try to gear towards. And with Leo, it gave him that young look, like this is my big brother. You know, he's cool just like me. And I felt that the WWE was smart enough and it actually let Cash continue to write for them continuously because Cash knows what's hot. Cash knows what's popular. So imagine if they, in a perfect world, he would have been popular among the youth and guarantee that he would have got more further up the card if they didn't make him the booty master, none of that. If they kept him, how they're supposed to keep him? Because he was getting over with the young people. Like, if you see little white kids going crazy over him, little white, little, like, black kids going crazy over him, come on. You know there's something there. With MVP, it gives them that, yo, you're cool, but it gives them more of the older man OG type of swag, where like the older crowd will please, older crowd will see see that. That's good and all, but who's the older crowd? Guys that who just say that who just hardcore wrestling fans that usually the the, the whole independent no not independent all the like the the um, the people on the internet like that's us the diehard fans. We buy merch, but it's not a lot of us. It's all about the general population. And I feel if you had Leo by his side, it would get him over the hump. With MVP, it does too. But with Leo, it gave him that different light for the young people and longevity after that. See, but the thing I like about MVP is he makes, like, he, he low-key is like a car salesman. Like, his approach and how he talks and how he promotes Ooh, him. I like that. It's MVP like a car salesman. Young, and he will finish what Leo started. I like that. Shout out to Andre. Thank you, Dre. From your, I like sports. No, I said Andre, not Dre. Oh, who? Oh, which Andre? Our Andre um, Weldon. You see him right there. My brother see him. Okay. Um, but as I was saying, okay, cool. I'm glad he comes out and support. But as I was saying, I think MVP's approach to it, I think, is what Bobby needs. Bobby is not going to really appeal to a younger crowd because they're not going to know who he is. And 
for him to be taken seriously in that title, like if he were to go against Drew, because Drew is going to be the one that all the kids are like, oh my God, I like Drew. Bobby's going to need that heel appeal. And I think MVP is that good rub of a heel that will yeah. give Bobby that, that nice little, nice little oomph that he's, that he's always going to be missing because he's not, you know, he... I'm not going to talk about Leo Rush and Mark Henry beef. He's like, wait, what? We're not going to talk about Leo Rush and Mark Henry beef. We spoke about it in the beginning. That was recorded. No way. I told you it wasn't. It had to have been. I told you that. That's what I said. One, two, three. I'm going to cut this part out, but still. I did say that. Well, it's fine. Um, what else was I saying? Um, you talking about how that him with MVP give him like the ultimate rub. And yeah, like, that's fine. Wrong. Um, I agree with you. I agree this, with you. This MVP has that. MVP has, since MVP has that experience, like, he was a heel in New Japan. And he was, like, he's just good at getting underneath people but being so swaggy with it. Like, he's like that older OG nigga, like, next thing you know, you gotta give him $20. Like, how the hell do you get $20 out of me? Like, MVP come on, like, it's like someone's, like you said, like, he comes like a car salesman. I'm not, what are you actually saying? He comes like a car salesman where, like, he's low-key conniving, but he, he might trick you end up doing something that you, you end up not wanting to do, like, getting, like, the extra features on your car. Like, nigga, I didn't need a sunroof for Like, I guess. So yeah, so um, other than that, um, this week, oh, we didn't talk about Bray and um, Braun from Money to Bank, which I thought was very good in terms of storytelling. Um, also, to uh, with AW Dark, I appreciated the gem that Jake the Snake Roberts is to the story. He is something special, but he needs to be in a bubble after he leaves the ring because never know. Um, what up? That the women's match was trash on AEW, so we're gonna leave that where that is. Nah, um, it wasn't that I, bad. But like, I do like, like I do um, like Britt Baker. I will say that I do like Britt Baker. It wasn't that bad. Like I felt that it did what it had to do. It progresses two different storylines in a women's match, so it did a job. So if you look at it from that standpoint, it did what it had to do. Um, what else did I um? What else did I like? Oh, NXT this week was bomb. I loved it. Well, Matt Riddle and um and Mr. Mr. Thatcher had like Thatcher. The, had the had the match of the week. Absolutely. Like, like they put on a fucking clinic in, in that match. Um, that women's match, they they need some work, man. Like I I will. It, it, it's it's really bad because they. Because the company speaks about it being different. And somebody put this on Twitter, and they were like, yo, everybody else had multiple women's matches this week, and AEW had, like, one. They had a fit of four-way. Like, they put all these women to give them enough time. Like, how much but, more but, do you want? But the thing is... And they the had thing, a second semi with Nia Jack with the number one contender. Can, can how much say, more can, do you want? Can, can I say something? Can, can I say what I'm saying? Oh, you don't like that either, right? Yeah, so don't do it then. If you don't like it, then don't do it. But, like I said, AEW, when it came to that fatal four-way match that I was speaking of, it wasn't good. It was not good. Once again, if you're going to present the product in a way that you're going to talk about, you're different, you're progressive. You got to do more with your women's division. And that has been their biggest 
setback recently when it comes to that women's division because it's like, yo, what are you doing? Where's the direction that you guys are particularly going for? You put the you put the title on somebody on on, on Shorty the first time. Forget her name. The the um the the Asian woman. Um, I don't her name either. And that didn't really work out because it, she wasn't over. They put on Nyla and it's working, but that fatal four it wasn't it. Wasn't now, it, 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 it? Scratch all of that. Let's go back to this. How come Big Swole not number one contender? Because before the whole quarantine thing and all of that, she was number one contender for that title. How come Sis has not been on TV? That's my number one question. I have like let's 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 cough it up to the fact that it's quarantine, but let's not think of the worst of it. Let's not think of that. But we are in a pandemic world. But I just noticed that how that I'm not trying to start so no pop, but if I am, F it. She got taken off the being in the lead because she had a whole segment where she talks about how that, what not to do as a black, as a white person, something like that. It was a good segment. I thought it was called. It set my mind. She, she got taken over that. And I haven't seen it on television. And then mysteriously, this Asian girl comes out of nowhere, is now no more contender. But I'm thinking about this. I've been saying this for months. I'm for a while in my head. I'm looking like, where's Big Swole? All right. When, when, uh, when um, I Rose came back to television, I was just like, Big Swole's no more contender. What happened to that? I understand what you guys are saying, but you got to put an asterisk in these times right now. This is basically wrestling in quarantine. So everything that's happened, I don't take it to the heart and go mad hard. Oh, where's this person? Because I understand that. <coughs> Watch your mouth. Never. <laughs> don't put that over my spirit. Never. But um, sorry. Um, let me drink something. Not liquor. Like, that's not the answer. Um, basically, right now, when it comes to AEW, so like AEW is low-key going to be asterisk next to it because, um, just the wrestling in general, because there's much more you could say. You don't know if Big Swole's at home taking care of business. You don't know what's a health condition. None of that. You don't know what's a personal business. Any wrestlers. So, I get what everyone's saying. I can tell you that they just did an episode with Kofi Kingston at the Tour City Podcast. So, sis is all right. Sis is cool. I don't know her personal business, bro. And she lives in Florida. Again, I don't know her personal business. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just putting some. No, no, no. no. I understand what you're saying, though. No, 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 no. Dang, I'm pointing at you like this. Dang, I kind of missed missed that. But no, no, no. But listen, I understand that, Janelle. But again. I don't want to go deep into this rabbit hole saying that they racist, like that they favorite certain wrestlers because no. you don't know her situation. You don't know if she has a sick child at home. You don't know if like she has a family she has to take care of at the house. You don't know none of this. You don't know what kind of dream that her and her husband has right now. So I don't want to be like, oh, they're not putting on television. That's not right to say. I don't know her personal business. And, it, yeah, and even if I did, I still want to put her business out there because I know it's business. So what I'm saying is this way, like, I don't know what all y'all saying, but please just don't be so critical during this time, y'all, because it's just not right. But the, so what I was trying to say was, it, I'm not even talking about Big Swole. I was talking about the division in general. Where, where is it going? There's no real direction for what, what's going. Britt Baker is your hottest heel. She is your hottest star. And, she, and, and to me, she's the overall package of a superstar, in yeah, my she, opinion. She is. But 
What else you have it? What else you have it have going on within that women's division? That's really gonna say this is a women's division. And yes, there was only one match. It was a fatal four-way, but it wasn't a great match when it came to that. That's 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 another thing. Now, when it comes to Big Swole, we know about she she talked about her the, the disease that that she had to overcome. So maybe that's why she's not traveling like that. Because but but that's not that's that's not about her. It's about the division. That's what I've been trying to say. Of where where is it going? What direction are you putting this division in? And you're not giving us a direction. I agree. I mean, again, times right now, there's much more you could do. There's an asterisk right but, now. But you got Iron Mike Tyson presenting the TNT title to Cody and Lance Archer. So do y'all want to so, let me know if it's 1998 again? What's wrong with that? Mike Tyson is, yeah, like, it's, it helps Mike Tyson out. Because if, you, if you've been paying attention. It helps Mike Tyson Yes, out. it's both for good because... Um, again, I'm on screen more because Mike Tyson's coming back in the ring because he tra- he's like he's training to be a boxer for charity. He said he got three rounds left in him. So what's the best way to be on television? Be on everything. That's marketing one on one, dogs. Come on, y'all. That's mad oh. disrespectful. That's mad disrespectful. You do not to say that Mike Tyson, they like Mike Tyson is AEW. Mike Tyson is one of the biggest boxing champions of all time. Do not say that. But if you want to say, I hey, never said that. Hey, I take me AEW. I'm saying I have that. It gave some on. You're not you listening. Just, listen. I said, I typed in being on there and get them on screen as much possible to get them in front of everyone's eyes because he's playing a return for three rounds for charity. But till then. Don't say he did because you did say that. Maybe you didn't mean that, so it's okay. You are wrong. Okay. No, I did not hear wrong because she heard the same thing I heard. So we can move on past that. But okay. once again, I am Mike Tyson is going to be on AEW double or nothing, and I am Mike Tyson is is going to make it look even better. It's legitimizing that TNT title, and that's a good thing for AEW. I ain't even mad at them because the I am Mike Tyson with the with the whole ass tattoo coming back to coming back to boxing, which you mentioned. And it's going to legitimize that TNT title. It's a beautiful world. Listen, if Mike thing. Tyson is not screwing Cody, and then, then I don't care. What? <laughs> I don't what? Care. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Thank you. What are you talking about? And it makes no sense why the fuck Mike Tyson is there either. I'm it's not like they said how that Mike Tyson legitimized the title. And it brings it brings people to watch the product. Like, oh, what shoot. Mike Tyson? It brings people to watch the Yes, they're in Vegas. Yes, no, no, no. no. No, they're not, they're not recording in Vegas. But it based like a whole Vegas theme. It's a whole Vegas theme. Mike Tyson boxes in Vegas all the time. Casino, it's a type of casino type of feel. Don't disrespect Mike B. You, you disrespect Mike. Like Mike Tyson you like, yo, you know what? He's probably really a better Holyfield fan. You're, you're a Holyfield fan, really that's why. You still mad about Jason Bennett's ear off, that's why. That's what I'm talking, so talking about. Like, I don't give a shit, regardless <laughs> of what the fuck they do. Say who gives a shit. What? He's gonna check out here. Yeah. He come back to boxing. Watch him looking healthy. He's fighting guys. Come on, B. Come on, B. But you're talking about how they want to see him on screen. Come on. Why not? Tyson and wrestling. Say that louder. Say that louder. She ain't paying attention. She ain't paying attention. But the crazy thing about it, 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 it wasn't a fall where he came back on Raw and basically did nothing, it's right? Just... It's happened already, so it's okay. It can happen again. Wrestling recycles shit. It's okay. Don't everything. Worry about it. everything 
Everything recycles everything. There's nothing new. Yeah, absolutely. Recycle. It's a cycle. So Mike Tyson presenting a title and being involved in a wrestling shit. No one said that. No one said he's gonna be involved in a match. He said he was totally gonna be totally okay. Just like Bret totally Hart came, Bret Hart came, presented the title and left. Yeah, the first title, Bret the Hitman Hart. Yep, that that happened. Mike Tyson Cup. That happened. It's, it's okay. It's what's the gimmick? Where you going with this? It's okay. What I will say though, as double or nothing is coming up, the card <laughs> on paper looks really good. I'm ex- I'm actually kind of intrigued. Even with Tyson, the pay per view. What about fucking Tyson? What? Don't choke! Don't shut that shit up either. What? Yo, you mean dragging it? That's what. what that's number three. Number three. My business. <laughs> you are my business right now. What are you talking about? Nigga sound like a straight um, alky right now. Nigga sound like a straight alky. Yo, I'm inspired. I'm inspired. Is that number three or number four? <laughs> and I'm to get it low. It's I'm to get it low. This nigga is lit. Yo, please name this episode after you because this shit is hilarious. This is great. Like, where did you go even buy all them shits? Like, you don't even what? Oh, are you okay? Are you, are you going through something? Let's talk about it. Nigga, are you? How many you got? You bought a whole six pack. <laughs> I ain't even that Wait, time out, time out, time out, But I've never seen you do yeah, that. Man. You have a whole six pack of bike hard lemonade. You bad sensitive on camera because you're getting your emotions right now. Because you your eyes are getting. No, low. I'm giving you a hug. Look, I'm giving you a hug. Your eyes are getting low. You get into your emotions right now. I love this you. I love you. Um, what else is going whatever. on? What's coming up this weekend? Look, whatever. Look, um, oh, this is my Tasha still being on two pulling a rig, a pin like a pulling a rig rude. She pulled a rig rude. I'm so proud of this. Shout out to Tasha Steele. Shout out to her. Um, that was probably the, I was low key the best match of the night, too. Low key, who on um, on impact? On uh, impact, yeah, impact was trash. Like, I'm sorry, like, don't be wrong, Hernandez. I used to love Hernandez back There's in the day. There's nothing you can say now that's going to even make sense of why Hernandez is on Impact right now. Like, don't be wrong. My favorite wrestler in Impact back in the day, well, tag team was LAX. Like, the original. The, LAX. Both of them. You crazy? Both LAX. Oh, you were talking about Hernandez, so I thought you were talking about that. No, 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 no. That's LAX in general, the whole, uh, the whole leanness, like everything. Okay. But Hernandez in single matches, the stuff he was doing, I'm looking like. Okay, Hernandez. Okay, Hernandez. I think that you should, like, you should never came like this too. I felt that, no, no, it was entertaining, but it's like, what Hernandez know for doing back in the day? Come on, night and day. Like, it's not the same, dog. Not the same. You know? Like, I feel like the thing, he bought Case of Wish, but Case off a of Wish. <laughs> you funny, my, you funny, my try Case. No. Um, I guess not last but not least, but um, also I just feel like the the packages that they're doing with, I'm going to always just say Killer Cross, but Killer Cross on NXT is going to be... Killer Cross or something? Kyrian no, Cross? it's Carrion. It's it it's Carrion, but they spelled it super, like, I feel like ghetto. Like, I feel like they threw in... It's spelled Carrion. It's spelled Carrion. His name is Carrion? It's Carrion. It's Carrion. Is it Italian? It's it's carrying cross, but it means something. No, it means something. It means something. It means some devil shit. Regardless of the fact, the video package they put on NXT this week with the end is near from with Armageddon, like that that theme song from that Armageddon pay per view. 
Woo, I was they brought back the classic, you know. They dust off the yeah, like I was it totally, off. I was totally but by surprise on that one. I was like, oh, okay, this is what we look at this name. It gotta be but I mean, let me look up this name. What's his name? They spelled it so ghetto. I was really, I was like, what? Like this is what we're doing today. Um, but what else? Other than that, like um, other than hey, that, what else? That's been like. It's just like you hear like little stuff like Vince McMahon getting sued by the XFL. Like the guy like um um Andrew Luck popped and suing him because I found out that at the last days of XFL he wasn't there to be like a real like president. Whatever his position was, he wasn't there towards the end of the day. So that's a conference what they're doing. Um, dang. Um, there's not, there's not much talk about wrestling. Um, I know that what's name um daughter got released. Um. Paul Ellering's daughter, I think. Paul Ellering's daughter got released. Um, shout out to Pineapple Pete. Shout out to um um. Doug D. Uh, what's his name? Um, Erico. That's that's a huge accomplishment. Like. Yeah, right. That was good. Um, shout out to um Nasty Leroy. Shout out to him on AEW once again. He makes AEW worth watching. Like, listen. listen. Like, if he don't catch a deal, I'm gonna be upset. Yo. It's black excellence running wild in wrestling. The mere fact that Pineapple Pete, Sugar D, was in a match with Jericho, and it was actually longer than two minutes, you got to give him that. You, yeah. you, yo, this is, and then, and then, like my brother said, Nasty Leroy, Nasty Leroy's been running wild on IG with Joni Janela, but the past, like, week and a half, two weeks, yo, yo, this it is, is amazing. amazing. It yeah. is amazing. Like, Nasty Leroy getting his push. Um, everything as of right now, that's why I tell everybody like during this time, like instead of looking at all the negatives, like look at the civil lining, like what's been going on. Like, niggas are actually at home spending time with their family. Like, fathers are being fathers, mothers are being fathers, or fathers and fathers, brothers are being brothers. Like, people are actually sitting at home and just being more united. Like, um, shout out to Ashley Larry, um, Donald Rollins. He said on um, the Joe Rogan podcast, he said, Yo. When my kid get older, he's going to say, hey, dad, remember when we made slingshots during the whole quarantine thing? Um, this is the best way to get everyone out. That's why I tell everybody, like, if you want to be negative during this time, negativity is going to come out. If you be positive and see, like, the civil line, what God is trying to do for everybody, or if you don't believe in God, the universe, it's like, there's always a bigger picture at the end of the day. So everyone's winning somehow. Yes, AEW Dark had a lot of squash matches, but civil line, at least, like, Got people more on screen. See, people I haven't seen before. Like people, they could actually mold within the AEW system. It's crazy that AEW has a system now. It's, it's an AEW style. That's always a positive. So, what I'm noticing is a lot of wrestlers really perfecting their promo skills because you can't get over just by the audience with your cheap tricks and none of that. You gotta get over with the guys. And if the guys like you, they can critique you after. So right now, I see this as right now for wrestling, like everybody's sharpening up their skills. Because they do it in front of the boys, not just the audience. People who know wrestling through and through. So overall, wrestling is good. And before we do sign off, the other gem that's on AEW, because y'all know I don't really watch like that, but when I watch, I watch. The other gem is fucking Sean Spears. <laughs> like this oh, yeah. You see, you have been watching. You haven't watching. You've been on it. And you were talking shit about him. Oh, of course. Shit about him. This nigga here. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Admit that you were wrong. I don't care. Admit I said, that you were wrong. 
Stop being a Virgo and admit that you were wrong. Exactly. It's still what it is. No, admit that you were wrong. Backpedal back, moonwalk your ass back because you're disrespecting the man. However, the last three weeks I watched, he's a fucking gym. And he he makes, you see? <laughs> I, I hate AEW. I mean, like these WWE fans, man. They don't see Sean Spears for who he is. The 10. And AEW is the perfect 20 because he breaks the scale. Woo! <laughs> my bars shut up anyway but that's my that's my that's my final word sean spears on AEW. pretty entertaining on my part um you, you the, uh, wait wait that's someone i'm the last ride i'm not ready to let mark go but i know once i get once we get to chapter five i'm gonna have to let him go wait so, man, how many chapters that one right no it's five or six of them it's a series no, so I'm talking like out right now. Oh, one. one. I'm about to say. The next now, one comes out this Sunday. This Sunday, yes, yeah, every Sunday. Um, and so once Dark Side of the Ring subsides, we'll t- we'll do reviews for Undertaker's Last Ride, um, series. But uh, the fact you and you mentioned this, Sir is the fact that that he don't remember the match with Brock. That's wild. No, it's it it, it isn't wild. No, and, but like. For like when he got his concussion, like he don't remember. Like that's like the only thing he remembered was like three o'clock that afternoon. After that, he don't remember nothing. Yeah, because it, 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 it's no, it just shows how fucking how much he puts his body through. Like there were parts that they talked about where he fought um mankind in the hell in the cell, which is one of the most classic matches of all time. A broken, a broken foot. foot. He he, he was like they. They spoke about that in um, WWE Untold episode um, where he was trying that he didn't really want to climb up the, the hell in the cell because he had the broken foot. Yeah, and it's and it's stuff like that. Then you speak. Then you have the part where they're fucking putting Corazon shots in his fucking knee so, so, so he can continue a match. And you see stuff like that. I love showing non-wrestling fans that shit because they're quick to say this is fake. No, it's not fake. It's scripted. At all. Yes, yes, we know who wins at the end at the end of the night, but at the same time, there's nobody. This another one, another one, another Mike Lemonade. But the same one. Dick Callis. Flavor is that? Mango. Oh, how is um, it? Mango. I have mango, and I have um. You got the rainbow. Yeah. See, you was that nigga that went into the store, and you started to assort yeah. the mic into. Yeah. It's the same price. It that you want it. I love that for the Mexicans. But yeah, it's 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 good. It was good. It was one of the best things ever. It's like it's it's wrestling fans' version of the Last Dance because it's such an iconic figure in pro wrestling, and everybody said the same thing. He is pro wrestling, even though I don't think he's he's Mr. WrestleMania. That title goes to Shawn Michaels, but he is professional wrestling, and he's the epitome of it. Of like. You take a gimmick, evolve it over time, and you have it. I would rather him be known for the impact he's had on the business versus him being Mr. WrestleMania. Like, I don't think, especially after the street ended, I was like, I don't, I never really saw him as Mr. WrestleMania. Because that's, that's Shawn Michaels. That's Shawn Michaels. And the reason why that's, I said, I don't think it will never be Mr. 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 Like. 
with Undertaker, it's kind of like he was just like one of the like he was like a boss at WrestleMania. Like he was he was he was a part of the whole all the entertainment side of the WrestleMania. Shawn Michael was the one that like who definitely no matter win or lose, he definitely put on a show at WrestleMania from Chris Jericho, from Scott Hall, from Kirk Angle, from um from um from um even from him and um um Bret Hart. This goes on. How many people that he just put on a clinic with at WrestleMania? Undertaker, he put on a clinic after Ric Flair. Before that, it was just like, eh, all right, Undertaker. And again, it wasn't a big deal that he was winning WrestleMania. You had to notice the years later, like, oh, he after, actually. I winning. think it was after the tenth one. After the tenth one, they really started counting. Well, yeah. But- even it was just like, oh, this this is cool. This seems like something to do. The one thing that Undertaker should have did, and the one thing I have, I feel like he put himself at fault is he should have like one thing he should have did like he should never wrestle break because it was just like why like he should have really took like a whole year off from WrestleMania definitely sell definitely sell it like all right he's off and actually really, really took the time to really recover himself. I think that's the only that's the only thing I will say that he should have did. Never wrestle Bray so soon after Brock to really give him surgery, everything done, like really just get him right. Because it's him hard. doing that, it's hard. I know it's hard, but him doing that, I feel like if he actually took that year off, it would have had more on his career. Like he was able to do more stuff in his career long term instead of having a stupid Goldberg match. All but these- I- I think when it comes to him, though, and it's the one thing I've always said, and you guys have known, even after the whole him, the match with him Roman at, at Orlando, he had the the issue has always been his hip. That was the I was always the underlining issue, and yeah, and people make fun because I was like, yo, Mark out here with this new hip, he making moves. It definitely has helped him be able to still do the things he was able to do after Orlando. Because he, but, but he it's, had, it's, had the match when he tagged with Roman, and then you know he did the—I mean, the Goldberg shit was Goldberg. Oh, before shit. that, and I got nothing to do with that. But I think you know, once again, the relationship, and especially the relationship he has with Vince, and that's something that Michelle McCool had kind of touched on in the first yeah. episode. Like literally, his thing is, and his, and it shows how loyal he is. He basically, she basically was like, if Vince calls, he's gonna go. Like, yeah. there's nothing I can do. There's nothing that no one can tell him. Like, if Vince needs him, he's going to do the job. But it's it's a couple of things that plays factors, and, and, he's, and he mentioned it. Him getting a new hip is one thing, right? That's great. He can move better. But you also got to understand is the pacing of a match, being in a match, you can't replicate that in a gym. Like, you have to be wrestling. And he has ring rust every time he goes to WrestleMania. That's one of the biggest, that's, I think that's the bigger problem. And a lot of wrestlers right now can't wrestle and it's killing them because they're gonna get ring rust. Unless they have a ring in their backyard which some of the dudes down south do, it's hard to get away from ring rust. Your body, it's a movement. We can talk about I compared it to the last dance. When Michael Jordan went from baseball to basketball, he had to restructure everything that his body was doing. Yeah. His body had to move differently for a new sport. And it's the same thing with Mark 
aka The Undertaker. Every time he goes back to a, under, to, to a WrestleMania, it's ring rust. He hasn't wrestled in a year. It's it's hard. But but then again, you mentioned it, Vince calls because at the end of the day, you can say what you want to say about, about, about Vince. When it comes to Undertaker, he put money in Undertaker's pocket, made Undertaker a multimillionaire, made Undertaker a household name, made Undertaker something huge. Also, he he respects the Undertaker because Undertaker is, a, is such a, a fixated figure in sports entertainment. So they have that relationship. So he's gonna he's gonna be loyal to him because we all remember when Undertaker had that signing. Was it at WrestleCade or something? If you yeah. can, if you can, was it WrestleCade? Um, it wasn't WrestleCade. It was Starcast in um Vegas when um AEW was out exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. So it was at Starcast. It's at Starcast, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And what did Vince do? He picked up that phone and said, "Hey, you're pulling out." Yeah. And what did Undertaker do? He pulled out. Love is love. Respect is respect. And loyalty is another. It's a bigger thing. Loyalty is loyalty. So I think the biggest thing, you mentioned the hit, but just to kind of wrap it up, it's ring rust. The man is the man wrestles one time a year. No, I get that. Like he, um, the match that he had with Roman, I think he only had two, like he, I think he only trained like two months, like right before it happened. So it was and, like, uh, you not, no, you're not going to be able to do much in two months. It needs to be like four, like four or six. And, it, and it's like, and this is why I always tell people to watch like these types of documentaries to better understand the sport because people just think I can just walk into that ring and do anything. It's fake wrestling. It's fake fighting. Nah, bro. Nah. You're gonna get hurt. You're gonna feel pain. Yeah, it don't work that way. Um, but this has been fun. Um, I think we're gonna wrap this up. Um, next week we'll talk about chapter two since it will be already out. This, you know, mm-hmm. this and um, also to next week. Um, I really feel like when is um double or nothing? It's, it's next not, week. It's next, next week. Next weekend. Next so, Sunday. Next week, we will give our Double or Nothing um, predictions as well. Um, and then also review wrestling and all that jazz. Um, any last words before we do sign off, gentlemen? Um, shout to Leo Rush. I have to say this, Leo Rush. is just shout to Leo Rush doing what every millennium, like everybody around his age want to do is just live his best life. And I commend him just always just being himself and always have his dick out like, I'm 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 the man, and the fact that he called out my academy and said your number no work, B. What's up to your expenses, my nigga? What's up with that? The fact that he said that, shout out to Leo Rush. Um, shout out to all the other black podcasters. Oh, let me tell you, I got something. So, you know, somebody called me a white supremacist. You said somebody called you a white supremacist. What? Who called you a white supremacist? <laughs> One of these, like, all-black African groups, like, you know, African-American for wrestling. So let me tell you the story, right? So once again, like, Leo Rush interview got, got passed around among all the groups, right? In the middle mm-hmm. of the night, I just finished watching the, um, I think I finished watching the the, 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 the Zone with Nasty Leroy. Um, just finished watching it. I think I, I woke up, checking around, and I saw it. And it was a group. It was talking about the episode. Some guy was just like, oh, it's a job of tears, man. Two people. Oh, I ain't messing with it. I ain't messing with it. So they said that because the whole Tesla situation, we won't get backlash forever for about that. To this day, like when you hear people reason why they want to bang with us, people make good points. Someone said that 
because we have no real backup from somebody that who basically picked up our story. That's why this is why they don't believe it. But I kind of see it this way, where where like if you watch the episode, my brother clearly says, "I cannot reveal my sources." Nobody watched that part. So I so I got the clip where my brother was talking about how Tessa was wrong, and the girl was just like, "Oh, it was cute that you put that, but still though." Um, I don't like. I don't feel y'all are credible enough to even say nothing. I like, speak on about it. And a and black that's guy, that's all right. black guy, and a black guy brought my brother's tweets from our group. So it clearly shows that people still watch it, but they hate watch. So we appreciate those viewers too. Love we it. Think, I love people who hate watch. I think that we appreciate those that watch, that watch. love us. Or don't like us, or don't like things. But like, still watches us. About wrestling, though, everybody's gonna have an opinion. But this, 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 this is the part where, like, this is the part where I was just like, it be your own people. So, um, I said that again at the end of the tweet. My brother said that she should never said that, and then, and I showed them the clip where my brother talked about Tessa to back up the tweet. I evidence receipt. I was just like, I'm winning tonight. So this guy said. Oh, like, I know what kind of black you guys are. Y'all guys are white supremacists because y'all made Tessa look like the victim. What? I read this. I was just like, you're dumb. Conscience is over. Because that, that alone, it shows you that you heard nothing in that we said, none of that, and you pick and choose what, what you want to hear. Basically, people don't live in their own ignorance, and that's fine. Like, that is but, so... Hey. But I find that funny because I'm looking like we're white supremacists. Really? Like, we brought on some of the blackest people on the show. We talked about the most blackest issues ever. And then he said that, you know what? I'm done with y'all. I'm going to stick to um, some podcast in wrestling. They, like, they're good. But I'm looking like, why can't everybody have an even playing field when it comes to black people? Why do we have to choose one or the other? It's because you don't agree on something. Doesn't mean that I'm white supremacist, King. Like, but once again, people gonna believe what they want. They gonna say what they want, and that's okay. So those that sometimes you don't agree with us, that's okay. We are always open to a conversation. That is why we have the podcast. It is okay. Um, if you are a podcast and you want to do a debate with us, hit us in the DM. I be telling people, yo, you want to debate? Like, I be shutting them down. Well, I like I be saying something like. I understand what you're saying. I agree with you, King. I, I be complimenting them. I was just like, oh, because you know, you know, niggas don't like kindness. They don't like that shit. So you know, I hate you. You like white people. This is like your white supremacist. I love people. Like I, I was hurt. I was just like, I'm white supremacist, but I'm the one who was talking about. You know, us people got built together, and like this whole podcast, we basically created a network for a black podcast in New York to come together. And express themselves. You never deny anybody. Wrestling party. We have like some of the blackest people from the on indie. Shout out to Prolific. Shout out to y'all, you know. Prolific. You know, shout out to Trio. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to um shout out to Jonathan Shout. Like we try to present black ass like one of my favorite people that I love representing when you come to New York is Big Time Yaya. But I'm white supremacist, right? Well listen, don't let that, you know, be the butt of it. It is what it is. We still gonna we gonna ride to the wheels for a long, so it don't even matter. Um, oh, one, speaking of that, one yeah. documentary I did end up watching was Super Size Me Part Two. Good to know. Good to know. No, listen, it's good. 
it's good. Like, I love documentaries. That's why I love them. I love them. Be I made like, to go look at it then. If I could, if I could, I'm gonna say this. My life's gonna be a movie one day. I'm gonna make it a movie or a show. Guess and what? It already is. So on that note, <laughs> um. We thank you guys for viewing. Those that are all still on Facebook and have been watching, we thank you guys for tuning in. We wanted to pop up and give you guys an update live and in color in person. So this episode was for you. Um, next week, once again, we'll talk about the um, Dark Side of the Ring episode. We'll talk about Taker and all of that jazz again. And we will get ready for AEW's Double or Nothing um, pay-per-view, which, you know, I, I'm going to end up having to pay for. So it is what it is. Um, but as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black with his mic hard lemonade. Pause, pause. Sound mad, sound mad wow. We ain't gay. I ain't gay. Mike hard. Mike is hard. He's hard. You can't say it like that. I'm, I'm, gonna, like, sign off, I'm gonna sign off. I'm gonna sign like you, Jack, baby. That, that was mad. You said you, Jack. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag we're out. Bye. Like I can't. I'm as open, got the hands in motion. If you go with rolling, no need to focus. Traveling states and over oceans, you gotta wait till your coast chosen. Try to have lines outside the show, like every part of releases that bronze and noble. 